Welcome back to Smart Talk with Luca and the other two. I am your host, Luca, and with me is Eduardo and Jackie. Today, we'll be talking about how IQ affects the brain and how we think. In the book, Outliers, Gladwell explains how extraordinary achievement is less about talent than it is about opportunity. Gladwell researched about how a mature scientist with an adult IQ of 130 is as likely you'll win a Nobel Prize as one whose IQ is 180, because the benefits of a high IQ stops at 120. Gladwell talks about a man named Chris Langan. Chris Langan appeared in the show One vs. 100. Langan is a very smart intellectual with an IQ of 190. Gladwell also writes about a man named Louis Terman. Terman met a boy named Henry Cowell. He learned that Cowell was very smart, and he made a team and sent them to elementary schools to find the smartest of the smart. He thought that the kids they found were the smartest people in the world, but they ended up having ordinary jobs. In the chapter, Gladwell talks about how there are different types of IQ tests, like the Raven's Progressive Mattresses and the Divergence Test, which uses creativity. Stop by your local CVS and pick up their new IQ-enhancing pills. Pathos is a type of persuasive appeal that Gladwell used in his book, Outliers. When Gladwell said the majority had careers that could be considered ordinary, and a number ended up with careers that turned out considered failures, this quote made me think a lot about my future. Like, will people really look you down just because you're not something as big as everyone else? In my opinion, no job is a failure job. You're still doing something in life, getting the money you deserve. So some jobs are a little bit sketchy, if you know what I mean. I mean, that's their choice in life. What else can you do about it? Exactly. Nothing. Then Gladwell subverts ethos to continue to feed pathos in the story. British psychologist Liam Hudson has written, and this holds true, where the comparison is much closer between IQs of, say, 130. This is a reliable statement because Liam Hudson is a psychologist. It seems as if your IQ doesn't really mean how bright you are because, like, the quote says, comparison is much closer between IQs of, say, 130. Wouldn't you expect the higher IQ to be a bit smarter? It seems more of how your mind does things, and everyone has a different way of looking how things are. Finally, Gladwell uses logos. Einstein had an IQ of 150. Langan has an IQ of 195. Langan's IQ is 30% smarter than Einstein. But that doesn't mean Langan is 30% smarter man than Einstein. This can tie back to the ethos, because ethos example is showing the difference between IQs isn't so different. The example for logos is proving that because Langan's IQ is higher, doesn't mean he is a smarter. He is smarter than Einstein. I'm not shocked about it. Einstein was a very smart person. I agree with Jackie because when someone gets more opportunities, you get more practice. I also agree with one quote about how at a certain point, the effects of the IQ stops. I agree with Gladwell's claim that external achievement is less about talent than it is about opportunity. I think that no matter how smart or intelligent you are, if you don't have the right opportunities, almost anything can be impossible. Also, when Gladwell talks about how intelligence has a threshold, I also agree with him on this. I think that once you surpass a certain level of intelligence, you stop to reap the benefits and it starts to become uh, more of just adding on and adding on and it stops becoming better and better. Hi Gladwell, so great that you could join us here today. We have a couple of questions to ask you about your book, Outliers. Chapter 3 specifically was intriguing to me. It is the trouble with geniuses. And my first question is, why are manhole covers round? Ha ha ha, well, because no matter how you twist or turn them, they can't fall through. You almost had me there. So your claim, extraordinary achievement, is less about talent than it is about opportunity. Can you elaborate on it for me? Well, a claim can be interpreted in many different ways. I like to say that anyone can do anything if they put their mind to it, but sadly, that's just not how it is. In reality, your situation can greatly impact your success in the future. 
Where and when you are born can be the deciding factor on if you succeed or not. So when doing research for this chapter, how did you finally decide on using Christopher Langan on the show One Person 100? It was a tough choice, but I ended up using Chris because the situation was perfect for the story I wanted to tell. Even though he had his amazingly high IQ and most likely could have gone on to win more, he stopped at 250000 because he calculated that the odds were no longer in his favor after that point. This shows how he uses IQ not to win more money, but to know when to quit. So when saying that IQ has a threshold, do you think that as time goes on, the threshold will change either moving higher or lower? Well, I never thought of it like that. Honestly, I think that the threshold will fluctuate as time goes on because the education system will get better and the genetics of human race will continually get better, increasing the threshold, but I don't think that it will ever go down. All right, that's it for today's episode of Smart Talk with Luke and the other two. Once again, with me is Eduardo and Jackie. As a quick recap of today's episode, we talked about what Gladwell's Outliers in Chapter 3 talks about. We went over the claim, which is extraordinary achievement is less about talent than it is about opportunity. And we asked Gladwell himself a few questions. All right, that's all. Thank you, Gladwell, for coming here today to let us talk and ask you a few questions. My pleasure. Anytime.